You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and tonight we're going to talk about Steven Soderbergh's Contagion. You, no trouble. Me, Fifth Element. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. No! Podcast, ladies and gentlemen, we're your host. I am Brian Elkins. With me here tonight, Jared Callen. How you doing, Brian? I'm doing wonderful, sir. Uh, you sound well, great coming over yeah. Skype. Are, 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 I don't know if we're doing wonderful. We're in lockdown, so I'm, we're going. We're, are we all going a little batshit crazy? Yeah, I think so. Uh, a little bit, a little bit. We also have uh, Mr. Mike Griggs. What's up? What's up? How you doing? Mike, uh, Mike Griggs. Griggs? I said, it, I said it right this time. I said Griggs. You said it right this time. I did. First time. First that's, time. That's why there was a little so pause there. I'm so proud of you. I put a little pause so in there. So proud of you. Oh, I was like, oh, I gotta... Oh, and Wahid Alkalazme is also with us. Hey, what's up, guys? What up, Wahid? It's good to see you, What man. up, what up, what up? Yeah, man. Same here. And I'm, I'm really happy to see all the lovely faces yeah, with man. this Welcome coronavirus. To our... Welcome to uh, our first proper quarantine. Separately. Separately yeah, this is together. our first quarantine pod. It's nice to uh, nice to nice to see everybody and hear everybody <laughs> in my ears. Oh yeah, it uh, is weird though. Quarantine pod. Yeah, man. Every, everyone's just stay out, stay safe. Everybody, stay safe, please. You know, I, I did apart. some research. Six feet apart. Yeah, uh, six feet apart. Yeah, I, I did, did some research, <laughs> and this movie is probably the most podcasted movie right now. Like, uh, there are really? so many podcasts that came out in March. About this movie, so I'm glad that we're coming out in April. Everyone and their mother is doing this fucking film. They're like, "Hey, bro, did you know this shit is like conspiracy theory, bro? Like, you know, did, oh, yeah. they did this film you like ten years movie? ago, man. They had like bats and everything." <laughs> Honestly, racist if, fucks. I, I didn't see the movie until yesterday. Yesterday was the first time I watched it, and if oh, you really? had told me, if if you had lied to me and said that this is not a feature film, this is a documentary. Based on what's happening, I would have 100% believed you because it's so fucking accurate to what's yeah, happening. Yeah, and it looks right like now. shit. It looks like a fucking documentary. You're right. <laughs> looks like it was. Looks oh. like it was shot with fucking available oh, light. Damn, and, the and, the, and the motherfucker oh. didn't know how to change the goddamn white balance. 
He also does that Apparently before you go not. on your digital rant. I will say he also did that in traffic, which was shot on film. So that is. And it looked better. That's his style. So it's a perfect, purposeful choice, is what you're saying. Yeah. No, no, no. I agree. I agree with what he did. I just don't like the camera they use because it can't handle what they're trying to do. Right? <laughs> <laughs> ah, Jared, you're being such a cunt right now, oh, man. You're being such man. a cunt. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll save it. I'll save it. I can it. say that now that I'm away in. from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, ooh, ooh, baby. This You're burning the, some bridges already. <laughs> one of the first uh, red, red, what was the red? Was it one of the first red shot movies? This, this was, yeah, this was the, uh, this was the red one MX. It was shot on that camera. Um, I know that. Um, when did the Facebook movie come out? It was shot on the same camera. Oh, uh, oh yeah. social network. Uh, the, that was the, the dragon. Yeah. Two thousand nine. Yeah, I think you're right. The dragon, so that, bro. So, so the that dragon. Was, that was it was before. the first dragon. No, no, it was the it was the red. That was that was it was red one. Uh, this was red one, and this came out two thousand eleven. So if it, if no, that was bro, no, 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 bro. Jared, no, come on, was, man. I shot, I shot, dude. I shot on the, I shot on the red one in two thousand eight. That can't be right, bro. I shot the first ever commercial campaign on the red one. It was two thousand eight with Steve Tammy because his fucking build was number five, bro. He's the first one out in the you. fucking real world. But, but what I was saying is, is this <laughs> this was shot this this movie was shot on the red one MX, uh, which is the secondary chip of that camera. And uh, that was this is 2010, so it came out in 2011. Okay, so. okay, okay. I can, I, yeah, I can see that. I like the way this movie Anyways. looks personally. <clears throat> On, okay, oh, so full damn. disclosure, Jared discussed this with me yesterday before I watched the movie. This his whole opinion about the highlights and the terribleness. <laughs> so I went into the movie like looking for it, trying to pay attention and make sure that I'm know what he's talking about. And honestly, it didn't bother me because the only times that it was happening was with Matt Damon's character and it was yeah. it was very specifically like just everything around him is going crazy which to me it felt like a very sensible artistic choice because from the outset of the movie you not only find out that his wife is is patient zero or whatever but she also is cheating on him and then his fucking kid dies like within right what step less kid. than 36 his, hours his step kid yeah, step yeah. Kid. Sure. yeah he, didn't, he didn't really care he didn't really care about that kid he was like oh yeah yeah he's like he's like he's like he's like if anything ever happened to you daughter <laughs> right then we right. i'd really be in trouble but like the, the whole blood. time that that you're you're seeing him in his world like things are okay when the camera looks normal things are not okay when everything is highlight blown out crazy blue like terrible white balance yeah. So it, yeah. it felt like a really sensible, like, if you're not going to connect emotionally with it, you're going to see it visually. Well, bro, it's blue because that. they're in a hospital and it's a fucking, you know, 2009, no. 2010 fucking movie, bro. Of course no, it's going to be But not just in the hospital. No, like, that's, that's not what they're at doing. His house, that's not what, at his house not what they're like doing. That, yeah, he's, whatever he's they did. When they're picking up and, the like, MREs and stuff. Were what they they used they, you know, they like, used listen, the listen listen tra- tra- he did the same trick with traffic it worked he was like right. hey bro I'm gonna and try it, it ten years film. later <laughs> it looks no, he does. it's not you just traffic it's it's like every single film he does like even if you go back and watch Aaron Brockovich um, yeah there's even moments in yeah um, he likes to fuck with colors uh, Ocean's Eleven he shoots tungsten film uh, outside and daylight film inside and that's just what he does he he, he reverses that so everything's look opposite what they're supposed to I get that in this movie this movie it it, it makes the movie looks like shit, so it makes you feel like shit. <laughs> I, I, I totally get that. 
Uh, I think I actually oh think God, it, you're such an asshole. I, I think I think I think it was <laughs> lit. I think it was lit well. I think it choice. shot really well, and it's an artistic choice. It just I just think it would if they would have done it with film, it would have looked a lot better. And uh, whatever. Well, yeah, Jared, 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 they didn't have money, man. Come on, man. Think about what do you mean they didn't it? have money? Just, they had a budget. Hey, bro. This was one of the biggest productions I've seen in a long time. Yeah. They absolutely hey. had money. What are you talking about? Yeah, they had like uh, sixty. It had sixty million. Six, it had a sixty yeah, million but, bro, dollar budget. Come on, man. Sixty million. It's Steven Soderbergh, man. Come on, like you know, he fucking walked in there. He's like, listen, I'm making him film about bats that like fucking poop in some <laughs> other food, and then some bats people and eat pigs. it, and then the whole fucking world is gonna shut down. And people are like, get the fuck out of here. Fuck you. Here's only sixty million dollars. Go to do whatever the fuck only you want to do. And <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I hope to someday have only sixty million dollars. Oh my. God. You know, they didn't stake it that. He's just like, yeah, he's just like shooting all over the world, man. I mean, I don't know, man. It's a good choice, bro. It's 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 his fucking movie. Well, they actually shot most of it in Chicago, and they dressed those locations up. They did a really good job with that. Quite well. See, Quite I well. know they did because I couldn't fucking tell the difference. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But, I don't know what so, that is about me, but you know. All right. So back to these highlights, though. Like, <laughs> yes, he could have shot it on film. Yes, if the film might have held it together better. But I still think that, that the choice to have the highlights look the way they did, like blown out but disgusting and like blue, not like that nice, you know, creamy white or smooth transition to highlights that you get from film. That still is an artistic choice because this was shot in 2011. This wasn't like 99 or something where they didn't have color grading and digital intermediate. If he wanted right. to, he could have absolutely just desaturated the highlights and made it look closer to film. I know because I've done it a hundred times. Right. It's not a difficult thing to do if you understand the process of the color science. So that's but, where I have to lean into more of the it – was, it was a very specific choice that he wanted it to look at the way it does. Right. I agree with that, which is also the same reason why he, his most recent films he's shooting on an iPhone. He's like Danny Boyle in that way. He doesn't yeah, give a fuck. For sure. he, he, he's going he's gonna to use whatever camera he wants. I'm just saying I don't like the way it looks as far as the way the camera's handling the color information and all that. But anyways, it, I do, I do understand, I do get it. You know, it's uh... Sodenberg is one of the uh, rare directors that also shoots his own movies too. Yeah, that was that it. was news to me. Like looking up all the things, like apparently he shoots almost every single one of his movies under a different pseudonym yeah. as the DP. Yeah. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah, bro. Fuck the DPs, bro. Fuck the DPs. <laughs> they fuck your vision up. Oh, no. I hate them. I'm, I I'm hate gonna, them so much. I'm, I'm oh, going to stay out of this. Man. I'm in post. I, I need the this DPs is, to do their jobs well because otherwise I'm just cutting together shitty Brian pictures. I can, only, I can only reframe a composition. I, I can't, you know. That's like, true. Yeah. That, that's all. <laughs> I, I like how I like how we all get a little wily when we're when we're all to get when we're all apart. You know, it's it's maybe it's because we're in quarantine or whatever. But like we're all a little yeah. more aggressive in, in this yep. in this way. I like this. This is an interesting. For sure. This is going to be an interesting uh, season of the podcast, bro. Us <laughs> quarantine, bitch. Steven Soderbergh's got a very special place in my Cat heart, hands. man. I I absolutely love him, man. Fuck yeah, man. I love that guy. I, Who doesn't love that guy? I love how he tells a story, Jared. man. He can just tell a story. For me personally, like. Better than so many other filmmakers working today. Like I put him up there with Christopher Nolan. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Just, oh yeah. Yeah. No, Dude, I was yeah. From, I agree. from the first second. Yeah. The very first, like you don't even have a, a frame up, and you just hear coughing, like coughing in black. On? Yeah. Like, Dude. Great oh story my time. god. Yeah. So good. Just immediately hooked. And held me for the whole time. Uh, I saw some people complaining that this movie was boring, and I thought this what? movie like held my attention the entire time. Boring. 
That is yeah. an insane what? accusation. Boring? What? Well, 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 okay. Like, what I have to say about that is I, I kind of understand where they're coming from. Um, to me, and I, <clears throat> I told Brian this before we did the podcast. I was like, hey, you know, I like this film a lot because of what's going on right now. Like a really fucking eye opener to kind of what's going on right now. But it's not very entertaining. So I can see a younger person going, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. it's a good movie. It's a good movie for old fucks like us. But way younger people, man, they're like, God damn it, man. There's no fucking ocean splitting. There's no fucking comet yeah. coming down. They're like, oh shit, bitch. That's, that's I'm already going through this. But it's that's heavy scene problem, after heavy bro. scene. Yeah, like I, I, every I, other disaster. I agree with you guys. I agree with you guys. I'm just telling you why movie, you're kind of stuck in a, in a spot. You're stuck in one location usually, right? Like you think yeah. of like inter- uh, yeah. the Tyrian Inferno or uh, even Earthquake. You're stuck in like a, a one geographical spot. And even like the recent ones like 2012 where you're like going out with John Cusack and his like weird family that's dysfunctional Limo. as fuck. Yeah. You know, and like why why do I why do I care with about the Rus- this guy? with the Russian billionaire? <laughs> you know, and, and they... day after tomorrow. Oh yeah. Stuck yeah. in New York for the whole time. It's Absolutely. Like, what's going on yeah. here? But th- this is the way it jumps around and ha- handles all those stories and how they all connect is awesome. Yeah, and so it what it's because it's jumping around between so many different stories, it's kind of weird that it doesn't like delve super deep into moments. You kind of get to see things happen, and but you don't really get to see the uh, the immediate aftermath. Like, you're, like you're, when, yeah, you're you're so right, man. You're so right. It, it, it feels like it feels like you know, I don't know. It's, it's kind of like he's playing with your emotions the entire time. It's like here's a fucked up thing. Here's a fucked up thing. Here's a fucked up thing. But we don't really get to see the gravitas of it. And hell, does anybody even know Matt Damon's character's name? No, no. <laughs> it's just yeah, Matt so Damon. That was they go to the hot chick. They yep. they don't you don't know anything about him so but that's actually kind of cool because it makes him feel like an everyday kind of dude you don't really know yeah. anything about him you know yeah. you, you can kind of put yourself in his shoes. Well, I, I I feel like yeah I can put myself in his shoes because like I feel like he's gonna be the guy that goes up with uh you know freaking becoming the zombie apocalypse leader and all that shit after because all that immune. shit fucking collapses <laughs> yeah he's immune his daughter is immune he's like he's apparently Kong. walking around. yeah he's walking around like he's a boxer do you get what I'm saying so he's yeah. walking around like oh I can handle my shit but you're right like outside of that I'm like goddamn. Why did his wife fuck someone else? How bad yeah. was it between them? Why the fuck is... <laughs> like, again, like, I have so many questions about this film right. as far as a film, but I have zero questions about how it relates to what the fuck is going on right now, oh, exactly. which is no, two no, no. different things, because I yeah. love this film for what's going on right now. I hate this film as a film. We have to do a video version of this podcast at some point just to see Brian's reaction when I things like that are said. I cannot fucking believe what you guys are saying right now. He's like, what are you talking about? He's like, what? <laughs> this, this is great filmmaking, man. Those montages in the beginning alone. I mean, like, come on. Oh. No, man, this is excellent. I, I, I actually... I actually agree with Brian. I think this movie's made really well. I think I think it like tells an amazing story. It, its pace is is, is phenomenal. Pace um, is really good. You know, you just, it's, it, uh, it's, it's up the whole time. It yeah, ramps up immediately, and you don't get a, it doesn't let up until the very end. It, it, and it's, right, it's so. But, I, my, go ahead. So we're we're talking about all these different storylines, right? Because he's jumping around, and and you see all these different. How how did you feel about all of them? Did everything connect for you guys? 
This is a leading question because I don't I don't know that I love Jude Law's whole thing. Uh, really? You know, like I didn't I didn't like that the first time I saw it. When I saw when I saw this when it came out, uh, I was like, you know, that it's very unfocused with Jude Law and his blog thing, and it, it just seems like that's like kind of fake and phony. But then well, now we have a president that talks about fake news all the time. So I mean, <laughs> you know, what what the fuck do I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, I don't know. It, it, it does – it kind of works now. Like, you go back and rewatch it now, it's like, yeah, this this does make sense, and that would be a problem. But yeah. didn't the president just get in trouble not too long ago for, like, saying that there was, uh, like, some treatment and, like, somebody in yeah. Utah died yes. from – Yeah. Yes. It's like, what yeah, the – Yeah, a couple. They, they fucking – they drank they goddamn Koi Pond goddamn solution, and yeah, but they, and guess what? Alex Jones and Tillabangelists and all those guys, they're selling fucking the cure for the goddamn COVID. And it's the same shit. That's what Jude Law's character is. He just yeah. was, you know, t- 10 years or what too is it? old. Pro- pro- yeah. And he's a blogger. That's all he is on in pro- this pro- film. Prescythia. You know? Prescythia, yes. something like that? Yeah. Yeah, so when I heard the word Prescythia, I, I decided that with the COVID, I was going to come up with my own version. I was going to call it Pure jedi so that's Persidia, and I'm working on Pure Jedi. I think it'll sell. I refuse your cure. <laughs> if it's anything like the last Star Wars movie, no. You know, you know. Have you guys seen the videos of, of how they take the test, where they jam this like six-inch spike up your nose to test you? Like they, they go. I haven't no. seen videos, but I've, well, I've I've read anecdotes about it. They they, they, they go. It, it's seriously. It's seriously I've like seen a Q-tip. A, an infographic. It's a Q-tip that, that that's that long. And they yeah. jam it like up into your brain for like forty five seconds. They pull it out and they go up the other side. It's, so it's not literally into your brain. It's it's into the back of your throat cavity through your nasal passage. Uh, Dude, that has, has to be an inch away from your brain. It doesn't sound fun at all. Some great matters coming out of there, right? <laughs> it doesn't yeah. sound fun. Is this not or brain? Yeah, that's mm, gross as fuck, bro. So, so, but so uh, at the end of this movie, when they went around and and they were giving away the uh, you know the cure. The, the, the nasal cure? ingesting cure? Yeah, so it so went, went, went up into the nose. I was That's all I could think. I was yeah, like, well, at least they didn't have to jam that. They didn't have to jam that, like, giant spike into their brain. <laughs> was it a nasal spray they were using, or was it a needle? It's it's a it needle. A needle. It's a, it, it, no, no, it, no, it, no, yes, it was. It's like a spray. It was a hy- it's a hypodermic needle. And but without the needle, without the needle on it, it doesn't have the point on it, and they just stick that up there and they shoot up a little bit. Spray okay. in your nose. It doesn't have an actual needle on it. It's There's no needle. It's 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 yeah. just the. It's just, just got the, the nostril. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I should have paused and looked at it. I was a little confused about that. I, like, I did. Oh. I, I had to look at it. Yeah. Because like, it's <laughs> funny because they they would shoot up, up one nostril. They would shoot yeah. up about eighty percent of it, <laughs> and then the other one they get you get about like you know twenty percent of it. You know, I mean, it looks better on camera, right? It was framed. It was framed for. It was framed to camera, all right, bro. No, yeah, you're right. You're it was right, framed to right. camera. Yeah, you know, you you know, don't, know. Hate, they, they, don't hate. Don't hate. Participate. In, in, in 2011, they they didn't expect motherfuckers to be picking it apart like this. I guarantee it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because they spent a lot of time and effort making sure that everything in the movie was like scientifically accurate. Yeah, they did. Like, oh, just well, about fucking everything. That's different because fucking Karen, one fucking person named Karen, will fucking come after you if it's not scientifically yep. fucking correct, okay? And That's why uh, they fucking did it. It has nothing to do with nowadays shit. I, I, fucking I Karen's existed name. since 1960s. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, that's why it's popular now, name. right? 
Right. I can't remember the guy's name, but but apparently the guy, one of the guys who was doing the scientific research on this, is currently battling the COVID virus. So can you imagine oh, going going through what? all that shit, oh, creating this movie, and now you actually get contracted to the the next pandemic that happens? Man, the one that you predicted. <laughs> <laughs> The one storyline that I thought was um, was a, was a little problematic and not really like uh, I didn't get the closure that I wanted was um, the French actress that's the Who doctor Marion Cotillard. Yes, from uh, all those Christopher she's, she's Nolan doc- movies. She's Doctor Who. What? No, the Who, the World Health Organization. <laughs> God damn it! This is gonna take all day. Beat me by this much. <laughs> but yeah, she just like once she finds out that uh, the village that kidnapped her. That they're, the cure that they have, the vaccine that they have, is a placebo. She gets yeah. up and leaves, and that, that's the last time we see her. I kind of would have. Okay, so I would have liked to like a closing shot with her back at that that her, that little village. Yeah. Or something. It's not like they were trying to cut for time either, because you know the that's movie's true. still. I mean, it was still over an hour and a half. It's like hour and forty five. Shut up, Jared. Oh, Shut man. up, Jared. <laughs> I thought it blew by, man. I could have. I don't know. I, so no, you're yeah, right. Shot. It does. It's paced really well. I don't mind some storylines being still open because it, it, it leaves room for the fact that, like, this, this movie was so non-sensational. Like, it was just everything is, is so matter-of-fact as it's happening, as it's going to happen, as it has now happened, that for her to have, like, a reaction which speaks to her character in the first place of why she's on the other side of the world in the middle of a fucking pandemic, putting her life on the line... And then being relatively okay with, with, you know, teaching English to kids or whatever in the village, that she actually gives a shit. And so when she finds out that, that the people that she just spent the last month and a half, two months or whatever with, aren't going to get the vaccine, I would expect her to do nothing less than actually do something. Right. So whether or not you see her actually doing it, the fact that it implies that she's like, well, fuck this, I'm not going to just sit here, and immediately leaves speaks volumes to not only her character but also to the other people that are in her same position. I was kind of curious, like, but she's got that one vaccine, right? She's got that one needle she's walking out with. Like, yeah. what is she going to fucking do with that? <laughs> she's like, all right, <laughs> guys, yeah, when we get to this village, point. we're going to draw straws. One of you will live. <laughs> it's just, I, don't I don't know. Take it somewhere and manufacture she was more taking or it something? For, I don't know. Yeah, she's I guess taking she it for herself. <laughs> she, she was like, screw you little kids. Fuck you. I'm not yeah. teaching you English yeah, anymore. Exactly. You were horrible to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was stuck teaching children. Which uh, a lot of parents can relate to right now. Ooh. <laughs> right? It's not enough to just work from home. To also have your kids. Yeah, Parks and, rec, about, Parks and Rec did it the best. <laughs> speaking what about am I supposed to, to do you. with my kids? <laughs> Keep them in my house where I live? <laughs> uh, but talking about killing your kids, uh, that, <sighs> d- that dead kid scene was pretty insane, man. Dude, like, it yeah. totally was. Yeah. How do they keep people's eyes dilated that big when there's lighting like that around? Contacts, right? Movie magic. You say movie magic? Movie magic. <laughs> what sorts ass- of magic? Yeah, I would assume it's just contacts, right? I don't know, man, because um, so sometimes in movies I see it with like people just walking around. They still have these giant pupils, but there's like you know there's lighting going on. You would think that there's, but in that, especially that kid laying there with just the dead eyes with the giant pupils. Man, it was could super be, creepy. Could be like dilating drops or something like that, like you get when you go uh, to the. No, no, 
No, no, no, because those don't work. Those don't work, and they especially don't work with kids. Trust me, I've shot shit like that. You know, the, it is the, uh, dilating it, it drops is contacts do work, and deep. Yeah, uh, the problem is, is that when you, you get sleepy when they're put in your oh, eyes, yeah. that's why somebody's got to come pick you up and drive you home. Oh, well, yeah, you oh, get yeah, like yeah, half yeah, a yeah, shot yeah. of that okay. shit, man. Yeah, no, but it, th- those are contacts, bro. Those are contacts. Well, they look they look great. That that's a. Uh... Such a powerful moment, and, and it's really, it's, it's so fast in the movie, it kind of just lets you know, like, this is what's happening. You know, we're, we're, we're going to yep. show you dead kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right, yeah. right away, it's fucking, beginning, man. it's, so what, it's Game of Thrones. In, not even? Yeah, man. It, it's, oh, yeah, yeah. BT dubs. Yeah. If you weren't ready for it. Yeah, it's like it's, 10 minutes, and Matt Damon loses, like, half his family. Yeah. yeah. It, it, is, yeah. it is pretty rough. But it, but it's good with Paltrow, so who gives a shit? I mean, I don't, I don't think anyone really likes her, so... You know, it's hey man, she put she put out a candle. Liked her, so she put out a candle that smells like pussy, bro. She's she's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Are you being serious right now? Is this a, yeah. is this a joke yeah. or something? Yeah, Wait, I'm, I'm, no, I'm... this is true, dude. You can. I she, 100% she has, believe that actually. She actually makes a she has, she has a candle company, or she she sells candles that smell like vagina. <laughs> that smell like vagina. Hey, it's like warm apple pie. <laughs> pussy, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> Pussy candles. But, 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 but she was fantastic in this film. Hold on, I'm going to look it up. You guys continue. <laughs> she was amazing in this ah. film, though. I don't care about the pussy Jerry, vagina smell. If, that, if that that's she a real thing, out. we're going to buy some of those. <laughs> look, look right here. Look right here. Hold on a second. I'm going to show it to you. None of us are ever going to work again, I swear to God. <laughs> oh. oh, wait, what is it called? I can't read it's that. It's $130. This smells like my vagina scented candle. It says, it's, yeah, this smells like my vagina scented candle. Wait, okay, hold up. Does it just smell like a regular clean vagina, or does it smell like Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina? It smells like her vagina. Oh, <laughs> it smells like one that's, that's infected like by the vagina. MEV virus. I have that candle. <laughs> I have that candle. This is a dead go, virus I'm gonna girl go, I'm, vagina. I'm going to go get that candle. Hold on. You actually have I this have candle? That. I have that no, candle, you don't. bro. Dude, if you, no, you, if you leave this, this video chat and you come back with that candle, I am going to lose my shit. <laughs> I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> I'm going to totally lose my fucking shit I'm just, right now. Uh, I'm going to laugh so hard. I may. Ooh, All right, knows? so here on the podcast, we're going to wait and see. <laughs> oh, my God. I found it. Oh, my God. I, let me, let me, I'm going to take a he picture of the screen. Look. What look. the fuck? Let, it's go black and white. Man, it's go, the same label. The, the other direction. Oh, shit. Sorry. There sorry. There you go. It's black and it's white. Wrong. Same label, it's wrong. It's wrong. It's the same label, but it's not the same candle. It doesn't smell like our vagina. It does <laughs> smell like but it is relaxing. It literally smells. It, it is. It does. That's why I bought it. It smells so fucking relaxing. You're not so talking into the pussy. mic. It's awesome. Oh, yeah, sorry. No, I'm not going to fight. Dude, cut all this shit out. <laughs> no. Whatever, dude. We're keeping vagina candle so, discussion. God so damn. I what do you, what do you think? for that shit. What do you think it takes to get the smell of your vagina? I mean, like, like you think you think that she like tested a bunch of different girls just to try to find? She's like, it's really close. Just needs a little bit more. Ooh, girl, you you ate you ate the wrong kind of vegetables. Look, you know, and I I buy expensive candles because I buy expensive candles because I like them to burn so long. And sometimes I'll spend twenty or thirty dollars on a candle, and I feel really bad about myself. I would never buy a hundred and thirty dollar candle. Dollars? Fuck that! That's shit. insane. Ugh. I don't give care me if it smells thirty candles for that much. I don't care if it smells like God's pussy, bro. I don't. I, I don't want a hundred thirty dollar candle. <laughs> 
you have it you from did. the movie crew podcast. I fucking hate you. God is a woman. Yeah. Uh, no, Ooh. no, 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 man. God can God can be whatever he wants to be. <laughs> well, my job here is done. I, I think we're at the break time. I we think it's are time at to the watch break. the trailer. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so. We're gonna watch a trailer for Contagion. We'll be back. a groundbreaking ceremony for a new factory. Did she mention seeing anyone who was sick? Anyone on a plane at the airport? No. She said she was jet-lagged. The average person touches their face three to five times every waking minute. In between, we're touching doorknobs, water fountains, and each other. Matt! No, no, uh, uh, go up to your room, honey. So we have a virus with no treatment protocol and no vaccine at this time. You had a seizure this morning, Beth. Yeah, she before? had a history of seizures. No, no, no. Allergies. As of last night, there were 32 cases. Unfortunately, she did die. Right. Can I go talk to her? Mr. Amoff, your wife is dead. What are you talking about? What happened to her? What happened to her? Is there any way someone could weaponize the bird flu? Is that what we're looking at? Someone doesn't have to weaponize the bird flu. The birds are doing that. Watch this. It's transmission. So we just need to know which direction. On day one, there were two people. And then four. And then 16. In three months, it's a billion. That's where we're headed. They're calling out the National Guard. They're moving the president underground. People will panic. Get away! It will tip over. The truth is being kept from the world. Cook your samples, destroy everything. Hello. I need you to get me the names of everyone who serviced this room. It's an emergency. You can't panic now. I know. I'm gonna get you home. I got people too, Dr. Cheever. We all do. Don't talk to anyone. Don't touch anyone. Stay away from other people. Get back in your car! We're not sick! It's figuring us out faster than we're figuring it out. It's mutated. Alright, we're back. That was the trailer for Steven Sodenberg's Contagion. That's intense. That's man. a so intense. great trailer. It's I'm great having trailer. PTSD right now, man. I'm like, <laughs> we're living through this shit, dude. I, like, kind of forgot 100%. about this film. I watched it a day and a half ago, again, yeah. for this podcast. And I just wanted to fucking put it out of my memory, man, because I'm, like, sitting here going, God damn it, I'm not prepared. I don't have any MSA masks. I don't have any fucking <laughs> gloves. I didn't have any fucking iodine pills. I didn't have any of that shit of, like, the fucking zombies are about to fucking come out, man. This fucking film freaked me the fuck out. Like, freaked me out so much, man. And I want I'm just the, watching uh... that trailer again. I'm like, holy shit. What that bubble boy outfit that Jude Law had all over his head? Oh yeah, that's that. Yeah, that's badass. That like bubble boy outfit. That's yeah. pretty cool. That's like, that's what like we a need. Fart outfit. <laughs> it's like if you constantly <laughs> fart in a sealed thing, that'll probably happen. But no, oh, man, it, it was it was wrapped okay, off but, around his waist. So I was, I was not only impressed with that outfit. It didn't click with me until like later thinking about it after I watched the movie that like if he had if he had taken his little cure thing and had been fine why was he still walking around with that 
Like all those shots where he was walking around with that whole outfit thing on, that was well, before they. He doesn't they want to catch it again. Exposition. Well, yeah, no, but that was the before they had the exposition to explain that he was fucking faking it the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, like, I didn't, I didn't connect that until after I, th- like, thought about it later. It was like, oh, of course he was walking around with that because he wasn't immune because he didn't actually take a cure. Right. So that was that was. I mean, it was just an interesting, like, subtle thing where. Soderbergh is like, yeah, no, if you can figure this shit out, you're going to be like, (laughs) yeah, and and that's like like, me. (laughs) Yeah, as much as I hate a lot of this film, I also love it because of that, because there is so much of that in it. And uh, it just makes you feel like, God damn it, man, this fucking director is kind of fucking with us because he's like filming it like a pseudo documentary. But he has like some of the top actors in the world acting all these different parts. Amazing cast, yeah, yeah. It's, it's really fucking incredible fucking amount of cast, and they're all, man, the acting is the best part of this film, man, outside of the oh, cinematography. Sure. It's yeah. 100% I was, I, so believable from all the actors. Every single character is just like, no, this is like a real person. I mean, the fact that, that they have major, like, Oscar-winning actors that are willing to just die. Yeah, yeah, like, like within yeah, 20 sure, minutes, right? Yeah, yeah, like Kate Winslet's <laughs> like, I don't care, I'll die, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll sacrifice <laughs> myself as a doctor, and but, but that's the thing, man. Like, you know, like we're laughing about it right now, and you know, the first time I saw this film, I thought it was fucking silly as fuck. I'm gonna be honest with you guys, um, but seeing it again with the eyes of what's going on right now, man, like, right. You know, that lady, man, she left her entire livelihood, and she drove yep. to the epicenter of it. Constantly. And, yeah. you know, man, it, it's weird that something like this had to happen, but for me, I now connect more with that storyline. I connect more with her because I, I understand her journey, man. She's losing it. She's like my next-door neighbor right now. Um, she's mm. a, a, a Ph.D. nurse. She's like a nurse practitioner, basically, like a doctor. And, dude, she's going out every fucking day, man. She just got married. You know, she wants to start her life, right? I didn't think yeah. about any of that when I was watching this film, but now I'm seeing it in relation to my neighbor who's risking her life on Baptist East every single day, treating all those people. And this right. film... Watching it with those eyes, that's why I said, you know, if we want to talk about this film in relation to what's happening right now, this is 10 out of 10, man. I'm already giving it my rating. This is an amazing Whoa. film. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. For what's going on right now, it made me think. It made me think. It made me think. That's also well, what that's she what's said. That's what's so powerful about it. That's what's so powerful <laughs> about, about stories and, and movies and entertainment. We, so we, we talked about this last week, kind of. Um, this is what's so important about having quote unquote entertainment, having storytelling, having, having ways to organize the chaos of the things that are happening around us. We can watch a movie like this and connect with what the world health organization is doing with what the CDC is doing with what people who are actually making a difference are doing with what we're doing by not being together for a podcast, by sheltering in our own houses instead, right? Like this, this can give us a visualization to, yeah, you should fucking stay home and not keep going out. Because if, if you it, didn't it, understand why, watch fucking Contagion and you will understand why. <laughs> you, yeah, I'm exactly. not going to lie. I, I had a, I had a, the first time I watched it was two days ago, and I had a mild panic attack about halfway through it. 
Absolutely. Uh, I was like, I was like, man, this is fair. This is like, this is, this is really hardcore. It's very, very close. It's really insane how close they got. I mean, I, you know, in the trailer, I I noticed that, uh, that, uh, you know, the streets are piling full of trash and I'm like, you know, that's not happening in, in, in Italy yet. So, uh, I, I don't know. Dude, baby steps, bro. Baby steps. Baby steps. When those animal <laughs> bodies are not able. To, yeah. Yeah. We're going to get there. I promise you. Uh, no. No. Come on. I don't know, Have man. faith, brother. Uh, man. Well, that, yeah, okay. That is I one, so. the one thing that I, that I kind of, as a philosophy, disagreed with the, about this movie. It was, was the assumption that all the society, all the social structures just completely break down when, when everyone's freaked the fuck out. Um, that that is the myth of what happens when there's a catastrophe. Well, when in actuality there's there has been studies that have been shown that the vast majority of what humans actually do is come together when there is catastrophes. Like yes, there are there are small stories of like you know people looting during Katrina and stuff like that, but the vast majority of of what actually happens is humans recognize other humans and social structures actually are strengthened and social bonds are strengthened. I mean, look at all the videos that are floating around Twitter of like just thousands of people standing in their balconies and like playing music every night, right? Like we're all, you know, sheltering in place, but we're still somehow finding ways to connect with each other. Right. Like there, there's a lot of, there's a lot of ways that, that human beings can step up in the middle of, of, <clears throat> terrible things happening and that was yeah. the one thing that this movie didn't actually show it, this movie showed everyone at the worst I, I, first no worst, no no yeah. I, I disagree with I, that i, I disagree I, I, no the, I, the movie breaks it down into two camps of like there's the there's the virus right that's attacking and then there's also the panic and that's the whole thing with jude law's character right he's that's true right he's the epicenter right, the virus for that, of fear right yeah, yeah exactly so i think them showing those things uh back and forth and then you, you also get uh in in the actual like the virus storyline, when you're with Kate Winslet, she's even like when she's on her, her literal deathbed, she's still trying to give the person next to her the coat because he's gonna, yeah. you know what I mean? So like, yeah, all of these was, people. That was moving. For sure. uh, even the the Who doctor that decides to go back to the Hong Kong village. I mean, yeah, there are people that are making the right choices here, and you kind of understand the wrong choices too. You know, like that's fair. Like like the Who doctor. She, she I mean, she is completely abducted. I mean, she is taken against her will. That's fucking kidnapping, you know. Yep. But the, he's trying to save his village, though. So it's like, <sighs> yeah, no, no, no. I is understood that, his motivation. What What I didn't understand was her motivation, you know, because she just like got in there and said, "Okay, well, that's just the way life is right now, and I'm gonna go ahead and hang out with the kids." Well, what else is she and gonna to me, do? I'm like, oh. I, I I agree with you. I agree with you. So that's what I'm saying. Like that's the that's what I'm trying to say about the difference in viewing of pre what the fuck we're going through right now, and post what we're going through right now. So the first time I saw it, I saw holes in that storyline. Now I'm seeing it exactly how you said. What the fuck is she gonna do? She can't do shit about it. 
She's like, all right, fuck it. I'm here. Might as well help out those kids. Yeah, it looks like she's in and the middle of a damn jungle. Because there's a pandemic. Yeah, and there's a pandemic going on. So, like, now I understand it. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's why this film fucks with my head. I may not like it as much as I like other films, but this film, man, speaks so much to me right now. And it's because it's such a pitiful, pivotal moment in my life. I'm going to relate to this film for way, 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 way down the line, years to come, man. Oh, yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. I cry every time I watch this movie, dude. Well, there's something that this movie kind of shows <laughs> me uh, that's really interesting that they hit on that the daughter can't hang out with her boyfriend, and her dad yeah. ends up throwing her a prom. And there's kids oh right now God, that, that are experiencing that. They're, they're like yeah. Just in, in this first thing that's happening, they're, they're shut down school for the rest of the year. What about this is your senior year, and you're supposed to have the, your mm. big prom year and all that? Fuck, you man. missed that. Yeah. You don't get to have that. Yeah. Man, that's sad, man. It's robbing... The psychological damage this thing is going to have on, like, the future generations, the, the ones that may be listening to this. And, yeah, man, it's going to be a lot, man. I feel for it's you kids. Lot. Man, I went through it during 9-11 because I'm Arab and all that stuff. But, uh, man, that was two, three weeks. It didn't really affect my life that much after that. But, oh, my God, man, those kids, their whole entire life is going to be shaped by this shit. No. No, <laughs> it's gonna be fine. I got yeah. kids. They're they have to go fine. to school every day no, on their laptop. As, you know, as long as the Netflix same. is still running into people's homes, we'll be fine. Yeah. All right. When that shit gets shut off, <laughs> then there'll be riots. Okay. Uh, then there'll be riots when there's no more Netflix. Nah, I don't even have a book, and the internet no. doesn't fucking work. What am I gonna read? Oh, God damn, man. I, I, I almost feel bad. I feel like I've hijacked the conversation four times towards this thing, and Brian's going to watch this tomorrow, and he's going to be like, dude, I can't put this out. We're talking about the virus. We're not even talking about this movie. No, but well, no, hey, I'm that's doing... on topic. The virus yes. is this movie. That's it is. the whole point of watching this yeah. right now. I mean, the Contagion the cast even put out a, like a public service announcement of like social distancing. Nice. Uh, you know, they, actually, they actually say that term in this movie. Yep. They say social distancing, and they, that my head and was they boom, say, and they said six feet mind. away too. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's why. So. That's why I said earlier, like this movie. No, no, no. If, if you told me it was a fucking documentary, I'm like, yeah, no, because everything I, that I guarantee in this movie you. is happening now. Dude, I guarantee even you with the bats. That, that when, even with the bats. No, no, I guarantee you that when when uh, when this happened uh, with with our current situation, they they they're like, "What the fuck are we gonna do?" Somebody said, "Go bring up the Contagion movie." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they all sat yeah. and watched it, and yeah. then they started implementing no. that shit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's exactly how our entire country looks like. It has handled this fucking catastrophe, oh, bro. Yeah. That would imply that that the leadership is actually doing something. And I disagree with that as a concept because they're not. Ooh, ooh. But, you know, they're helping people oh. now. That's good. There's something they talk about in this movie. It's called the R-naught number. And, oh, yeah. Um, I think, you know, a, the, they, they, yeah, they, they say basically it, it's how the um, – can someone explain it? It's basically it's how you can track the – it's the, it, you pass it. The number people. is how many – the, the amount yeah. of people – sing- it's how many, how many people it's, a single person will, can, will give, the, give the virus to. Yeah, it's, it's a measure of – it's a measurement of contagiousness. So do, do do you know what what was the title what was of the, the movie? Uh, MEV MEV one R not number was it like was, it did they at, ever say it started at two or four or something like that Yeah no, it, no it started, started at two and then started, went up to four it, Yeah it went up to four because no, they started, said it was the same yeah, as polio it went up to four it, exactly Yeah and then so yeah. I, just like just like how this virus is it goes two four 
eight. Well, it just it I duplicates. Just, well, no, so, I looked, I looked so it up. Our, our, our current numbers are 2.25. Holy fuck. 2.25. The Corona is a, at right now at a 2.25. That's God damn. That's even high. more than a fucking two. Holy shit. So on R not of two is is doubling, right? So so that's yeah. that's you're multiplying it by. That's what that's why the numbers are doubling every single day because yeah. the people are transmitting it to double the number of people that they are. Right. Well, wait. Hold up. That would be tripling though, right? So that's what it's because the, you'd have one so, sick person that would be spreading it to two others. So that's why it's an exponential increase. Yeah, exactly. And then and then the two go to four, and then the four go to eight, go- and so on, so on. And even in the film, they go, you don't even have to worry about the single digits. They say that in the film, right? Like in, yeah, in right. one of those like CNN-looking chats. And they yeah. go like, you don't have to worry about you know the two to four, four to eight, you know, eight it's to not 16. It's four to eight. It's four to 16. Yeah. Exactly. He's like, what you have to worry about is itself every time. Exactly. It's like when you get to a thousand, that's when you should fucking get worried because then it's gonna like quadruple. It's a thousand jumps to four thousand rather than two thousand, and that four is gonna jump to sixteen rather than the eight in between. It's just gonna be. That's what's happening with New York right now, and it's fucking mind blowing, man. That these fucking guys took time, man. I write scripts. I write awesome scripts and shitty scripts. I know how fucking long it takes to write a script. These motherfuckers took their fucking time to find out the facts. That's insane, bro. And, and they taught us the word fomite. I haven't even heard that in the in I the appreciated news. that for sure. When she threw that out, I was like, yeah. I was like, that's a really great, Science you know, basically. So that the, I'm smart. The I know this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you that eventually there will be a punk band called the Fomites. <laughs> Fuck yes. Oh, my God. Jared will be their manager. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's, let's get some money, boys. Or girls. <laughs> oh. You don't know. The Fomites. You don't know. Or they. Or they. Yeah. They. <laughs> they could absolutely they, do so, it. Sorry, they Fomites. Yeah. Fuck yeah, bro. <laughs> hey, man. Brian, this is a movie crew you Bro, your, your, your pronoun usage is just blowing my mind. I can't handle this right now. It's this late. <laughs> Brian, what you got on your notes over there? Because I've, I've only got hate on mine. I swear to God, in my notes, it says right here. In my notes, look, it says right here. It says, gross digital clipping in the whites and highlights. Throughout oh. the windows, the red one looks like shit. Look, it says right there. It says the red one looks like shit. Oh, bro, you're killing me. God damn it, bro! You're too much, Jared. Jared, we can never do trash. Any- Anyways, I know we did, but I'm just reading my notes. You know, we we brought up Jude Law and uh, and his prosthetic teeth. But what do you guys think about that? About them oh, I thought that was funny. Fake- yeah, I, you know, it's very, very makes him very get the, the the stereotypical British bad teeth. Um, it takes it takes him down a notch because it could be said that Jude Law is is a beautiful, handsome, beautiful he's man. a handsome man. He's, he's too perfect man. to be the everyman. So you have to do something to him to make him believable. Yeah, because he's, he's a he's a gorgeous, beautiful man. Line, everybody, exactly. <laughs> but he can do it while he's a gorgeous, beautiful oh. man. He I'm sorry, I mean, man. he might look totally good, go. but his teeth are bad. So can we really trust him? <laughs> I, 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 I don't give a shit. If that guy came up to me, I'd be like, bro, I'm going to be gay just for you right now. Like, oh, come on, man. you beautiful okay. man. What you doing, bro? So, Jared, why do you hate this film so much? Sorry, go ahead. I actually I actually really, really like this movie. I just hate it the way it's just a couple it, of, of those visual things that never bothering you. 
So it's it's just the blown out, right? Is that that that's what you're talking about? That's your your own issue. You don't you don't like have a problem with the cop, the framing, right? No, I think the comp. I think it's shot really well. I think the composition. Oh, I, I think the I think the, I think I think I think the editing. I, I even like the choice of shooting off color. Oh, I like yeah. the shoot. I like the choice of shooting off color, like you know, like non-standard color. I just think the camera can't handle what they're trying to do, or it, you know, whatever. It looks like shit. It makes you feel like shit. So the movie, the movie, uh, you know, it does its thing. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I swear to you, because I used to own the same fucking camera. Uh, I've shot shit in a student film. It looks exactly like that. It looks like shit. Because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. You know, I was shooting off color or some shit. You know, I've, I'm just saying that I've seen... But here's That's the deal. Fair. If you're using it for the way he's using it, though, because he's a real filmmaker. He's actually using it as a filmmaker to make the audience feel a certain way. And that's yeah. excellent. So that, yeah. So Without no, necessarily perfect. even being able to articulate why they feel that way. Uh, it's very subtle. Yeah. You're yeah. right. It, in the yeah, same yeah, way that, that unsane, like shooting that whole fucking movie on an iPhone, like there's, there's this sort of like unsettling quality to the fact that like, you're like, something's weird about this. Something's not entirely. It's a little documentary like, feeling. Something won't articulate the way that I'm used to a movie looking and things just feel off right. the whole time. Well, well, yeah, because you're dealing with a character that's off the whole time, right? It's interesting to me. And the same way that, like you said earlier, Danny Boyle like takes takes these tools and uses them in a certain way to evoke a certain feeling and a certain emotion. Right. To tell a story in, in this way that works really fucking well for me in this. And you could say, okay, maybe he didn't know the camera well enough. Maybe the camera couldn't handle what he was trying to do. Or you could look at it artistically and... and Combined with all the other times when he's shooting outside and the highlights look perfect and the sky looks normal, like and say no, he was he was using it in a certain way to evoke a certain feeling. Maybe he didn't understand how to use that specific camera to do what that camera could have done, but the way that he had it set up worked for what he was trying to make it do. Well, I also get, think that him get, as God a director, damn, you're a beautiful man. Woo. I think him. I think him as a director, he doesn't really give a fuck. <laughs> What 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 the, I, I what, the what the actual medium is? He, as long as he can get it done, and I also think that maybe it's a situation where the red camera company came and was like, "Hey, we'd like you to shoot on here. We'll give you like you know some something toward making your movie or whatever." Or maybe they donated the fucking cameras. Oh man, because oh, it was so possible. early in their run. Sonnenberg's always loved that, uh, you know getting ahead. Like what was that full frontal that was shot with that Canon XL one. Yeah, so he's, exactly. he's always and that's, been ahead. And and that, 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 the the Guevara things he did that with the red one. Yeah, that he, was red. He had the first four. Yeah, that was the first four reds out. He Man, shot that shit in the forever, jungle bro. with I need it. To rewatch that. Yeah, but also okay, it's actually, like if, it's a good if he's movie. getting new cameras, and even if they're given to him, like let's just say that's what happened. Like he's not going to shoot an entire fucking movie without testing it and seeing what it can do. Uh, like. He's he's DP'd enough movies that he knows what cameras are going to do. He wouldn't be his own DP if he didn't feel like he's confident in his own abilities to assess what a lens choice and what a camera is going to do for himself. Oh, he shot yeah, these on absolutely. super speeds. Yeah. He shot it on super yeah. speeds. He knew he 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 used nice glass. So yeah, so so to assume that he didn't like set the camera to be what it is, I think is is. I don't know. I don't want to put that on him as a filmmaker because uh, my personal philosophy is there, there's no such thing as a camera look because you, you, as an artist, you have control completely over what your look is. If, if you 
are just accepting what the manufacturer gives to you with the camera, then you're accepting that as what it is. But there, there are so many things that you can do between your lens choice and your lighting choice and the camera selection that you have and the settings in the camera and the LUT that you put on the camera and the look that you're using and the way that you process it through DIT, the way that you process it in color grading. Like There are so many things that you can do through the entire color pipeline that if, if you're just saying, oh, no, this is just the, the look of the camera, then you're, you're taking away your own agency as a filmmaker, as an artist, and you're giving it to someone else. And I've seen enough Soderbergh movies that I don't believe that he would do that. No. Maybe that's and that me, la- And that, ladies and gentlemen, is what we call a film nerd, and we all <laughs> love those guys. 100%. Yeah, excellent. Welcome to the Movie Crew Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we love you, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I agree with everything you say. You got you guys ready to put down right. a a number? Ready for oh, are, are we are we at are we at the rating? Eh, I mean, I, I pretty much got everything major that I wanted to talk about through m- most of my notes. There's some uh, oh, we, there's some we, good we didn't talk moments. about her. Pe- we didn't talk about the peeling of her scalp back and, and showing her, oh! her really awesome. Oh, brain. the autopsy uh, scene. The autopsy was, scene was, was pretty badass. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, Apparently. I read one small anecdote. It's on IMDb, so it's not like unique to me reading it. Apparently, that that bust of her head was from the movie Seven, and it wasn't used. Oh, really? And so they snagged it and pulled it into this, and that's where they were able to get that. Oh, wow! Like, that's Fuck. great. That's dope. <laughs> wow, that's really badass. Mm, now we all know what was in the box for sure. What's in the Fuck box? Yeah, it was her. <laughs> It's a replica of your wife's head. It's okay. It's not the real thing, man. It's not the real thing. Just peel it back. You'll see. It's Ooh. layers. Okay. I'm like an onion. I have layers. Everybody <laughs> loves cake. You know, Everybody loves cake. I, I did think it was weird, though. That they, they didn't actually sh- shoot the shot where you could see what the uh, the medical pe- the doctors were reacting to. No, they didn't need to, though. But, okay, when the blood spurt and hit his scene, face... Though. I was like, Ooh. ah, yeah, no, 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 that's right? actually what's really cool. No, 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 I, I love that scene. I love, I love oh how he's like, God, you need to step back so right now. Yeah, when he's like, Jared. step back, and I was like, ah. we, we, we haven't talked about the score and the editing, and, and also the, the choice of shots. I mean, this is how you know this dude's a good director, because he, he's like building all these really amazing, like, pace by just showing the progression of how this how the virus is spread all the way yeah. from like touching things even in the background of scenes you have a scene going on the yes. foreground and people in the background are like dropping shit and picking it up and handing it back to people moving things Dude. around like fucking touching people on the shoulder like uh, they're they're, they're constantly spreading the virus around this oh my god i was so fucking stressed every time like someone's <laughs> like hey like tapping them on the shoulder i'm like don't touch each other <laughs> that brings up an interesting <laughs> An interesting <laughs> point. What did you guys? What you guys think of the uh, the so end stressful. where the uh, the guy is standing in the airport? Like uh, he, he drops something, and the man actually touches him on his shoulder. Yes, and he gets him to turn That's around. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, so like that. Yeah, yeah. It stressed me the fuck out. And, and then and, and then you see the bat right after that, and you're like, "Holy shit, bro! How did you take a vehicle to the future?" Did you read that airport scene though? Is like, is things are going back to normal or? These guys still don't get it, and we're all doomed. Well, yeah, you know, no, it's, they don't get it. We're all doomed. No, no, or, or it could show that it could show. No, it could show that that you know now now that 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 people are getting the uh, the antidote now or whatever, whatever the fuck it's called the the um, 
the vaccine. Vaccine. The vaccine. Yeah, they're the word. Anyways, uh, life's getting back to normal. People can touch each other again. It's time to. It's time to have sex without a condom again. It'd be great. <laughs> nah, nah, brah, nah, brah. All right, all right. It ain't gonna happen that way, bro. It's time to raw dog and pass blunts, bro. <laughs> It's like Baby walking steps. around without a mask or gloves right now. Risk yeah. it. You still like Bill Maher. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's rate this shit. Let's do this shit, bitch. Uh, I mean, I'm trying to think of a reason not to give it a 10. I feel like I give so many movies a 10, but I can't think of any reason. I mean, I don't really think it has any flaws. I'm very happy with how everything plays out. Man, this movie, uh, it, dude, it hits me on an emotional level. Like every, I've only seen it probably about three times. This is probably the third, and I didn't watch this one twice because it does, man. Like even before the coronavirus happened, it, this movie always just struck a chord with me. Like how they portray death and like just the reaction of like um, Matt Damon's character when he he's like getting the news that his wife's dead, and he's like, "Okay, well, can I go in and see her?" Yeah, cool. And the doctor's like, "Can I talk to her?" No, bro, she's <laughs> fucking dead, man. Yeah, he's acting his ass off right so there. So fucking right? good, dude. And then right after that, his well, kid goes, very good. and it's just like, "Fuck." Yeah. And he doesn't even yeah. get to, like, see him. He, he, like, he's walking in, and he's already dead on the bed. And it's just like, oh, shit. It's oh, so that's much. so, so great. It's so great. Oh, man, yeah. It's, it's so yeah. excellent. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm, I think I might have to go with a 10. Um, yeah. I am also going to have to go with a 10. I love the fact that we don't, we don't rate compared to other movies. That we're just rating it based on itself. Um, and there's, there's nothing that the movie was trying to do that didn't work for me in the grand scheme of things. Uh, ten. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. J- Jared, are you just laid back thinking? You know, I I, uh, I know that uh, everybody thinks that I hate this movie. <laughs> <laughs> we don't think you hate but, uh, the movie. We just think you hate I don't. some of the choices in the movie. I actually really like this movie. I think this movie is probably one of the best movies that we've done uh, lately. I think this is... Uh, I enjoyed the fuck out of this movie. This movie made me... Maybe it's just because of what's going on right now, but this movie made me feel shit. This movie made me mm. fucking paranoid. This movie, I, I think right now this is the, this is the we're the best audience for this movie right now because we're oh, are yeah. we feel yeah. what the fucking filmmakers wanted us to feel harder and better than anybody else. This every everybody should watch this movie right now just because this movie has made me um, actually. Look at how I'm getting around. Like today when we were shooting, like I'm actually like you know I'm just being more, more careful on and things. Yep. Just trying to, I don't know, man. I, I think that, I think you know I you know how how I told you guys that I think that every single uh, body when they when they become a teenager when you become 13 you gotta watch uh, Requiem of a Dream or Requiem for a Dream. Oh yeah, I can see mm-hmm. that. I, I think I, I think I think you should be sat down and you should watch this movie and that way you won't ever get into drugs. And then watch at the that end, and then follow up the, the kids. The, the, the dad the dad comes in and he's like, "That's ass to ass." And you understand, kids? You know. <laughs> so, anyways, I think everybody this should be mandatory viewing for this movie right now because uh, I, I think it's I, a, I think it's a big uh, wake up call. So I'm gonna also give it a ten out of ten, even though I talked a lot of shit about the camera. Mm. Wake-up call is a good good term for it, yeah. for sure. God damn, man. I can't top off all what the fuck you guys said, so I'm just going to give it a 10 and say thank you. <laughs> <laughs> On a scale of 1 to 10, you. Wait, is is that thank you to Sodenberg? Or, or like, you're like, thank you, filmmakers. It, it, thank it, you. It's, it's, th- it's thank you to everyone, man. Now, you're you, welcome. You're guys. welcome, Wahid. 
You're welcome, Wade. <laughs> Sending it to us. When do I have to start sacrificing virgins to the movie gods to get fucking movie theaters to open back up? Can you sacrifice two or three <laughs> of me, please? Not, that's not <laughs> if you got them lined up, if you got them lined up, let me know, man. Because uh, you know I'm on quarantine over here and I'm getting a little crazy. Dude, someone so someone got, tweeted yesterday <laughs> that uh, are, Bad bro, Boys Three are. is going to be the biggest grossing movie of this year, and I was like, "Fuck, they're probably right." They they probably are. They probably are. Oh shit! Oh like, yeah, there's oh, just nothing else. Oh shit! If you Holy didn't go see fuck. it, you're probably not going to go see it. Everything's getting pushed back. No, man, you can. They, they're going to start releasing online, as it should be, as it honestly fucking should be. No, but much love, man. It sucks doing this podcast and not being next to you guys, man. I it know, sucks, man. I miss. I miss it not sucks, being able to man. hold you. I miss not being able to hold you in my arms and tell you it's going to be okay. I, I know, Susan. <laughs> I miss you so much. That's so sweet. <laughs> You look, you, you look so thin, Susan. Come on over, yeah, Thank baby. you. Oh, I know, man. I've lost 35 and a half pounds. 35, uh, almost 36 pounds. I know. That's you're nice. starting to look like yeah, a fucking sexy beast, man. You're kind of yeah. scaring me. You're gonna, you always look like a sexy know, beast. Fuck it up for me, bro. Hey, shut up, married man. You, you, hey, uh, you don't hey. get an opinion. <laughs> hey, man, I'm rocking hey, my dead bud. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wrap us out, bro. Uh, <laughs> wrap it out. So you guys been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. You guys want to send us an email, you can do so. TheMovieCrew at gmail.com. That's TheMovieCrew. Crew is spelled C-R-E-W-E, extra E at the end of the word crew, at gmail.com. You guys can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at MovieCrewPod. Jared, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram, at CheckTheGate, on Twitter, at Jared B. Callen, and my other fine podcast, Torah Stories, on Apple Podcasts. I'm touching my face! Fuck! <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, stop touching your face. I know, right? Oh, shit. All right. I, can't, I can't stop touching my face. <laughs> and, and Mike, where can they find you, sir? I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Griggsy Media, G-R-I-G-G-S-Y Media. And Wahid, where can the audience follow you? Uh, WA Films on everything. There you go. And we're going we're gonna to close out the show with, oh, I think we're going to do track 19 titled... Bat and Pig. This is from composer Cliff mm. Martinez. Enjoy. Good casserole. Good casserole? Yeah. <laughs> Bat and Pig. Bat and Pig. Sounds delicious. Mm.